the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. They work for you, not the dealer. Now you have personal friends for the car buying experience. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Here are your hosts, Dana Southern and Gary Green. Good morning and welcome to your car insiders on 960 The Patriot, KKNT Intelligent Talk. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I'm here with my partner, Dana Southern, and we are your car insiders. You know, it's. They talk about all these things that are going on in the car industry and this being bad and that's being bad and this one not doing this and this one not doing that. But there's a guy that does it right, and it's Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen. And it's 8801 West Bell Road in, I think it's Glendale? Officially Peoria. Okay. And it's just west of the Loop 101. Their phone number is, and Dana always remembers it. 623-875-4000. As Gary said, if you're considering a Volkswagen, you simply can't go to a nicer place. You know, and what's funny is she, the reason I brought it up is with everything that's going on in the car industry and this, that they're actually opening a new dealership right behind them. They're going to have a Mitsubishi point. And the, the reason I thought of him was we had a radio show listener call and we don't normally we don't follow up we don't do this we don't that we're here to help you we don't want to do anything other than helping you and Can, it, let me yeah. when when Gary says that our our purpose of course is to help as many people as we can if you contact us and you give us an opportunity to assist you i promise you that's all we want to do however we we don't sell cars and we don't follow up right. to, to make sure you miss us or, right. or to try it's to sell you something. It's not what we're there for. Exactly. But very nice gentleman, had a really nice conversation, and he actually was kind of refreshing because in the first few minutes of the conversation, everything he said made sense. And then all of a sudden, the words came out of his mouth, well, I normally deal with the internet sales manager in the dealership. And to me, that's the red flag, uh, that, that's not the guy that you want to talk to because of that's the guy that sometimes they're an internet manager. They've been in the car business for three weeks. Sometimes they're a guy that's actually been an internet manager, knows what he's doing, can work his own car deals, and that is the guy you want to deal with if you're dealing with an internet manager. But we continue to talk about this, and he actually said, and I'm not even sure you can help me. Now, it was a bit of a struggle because in the beginning, he was looking for a $10,000 new car. Okay, I'm not helping somebody buy it for any reason yet. You can buy a Fiat for less than ten grand. It's ten grand too much in my opinion, but we're not having that conversation. So we talked about a few things, and we talked about some cars. And finally, you know, his thinking went up a little bit, but he sent me a couple of cars because I told him a couple of dealerships to look at. And the ad said call for price. Well, whatever ad he looked at, it was call for price. The ads that I looked had 
$19,900 prices on the cars. Those now, Gary, are, let me see if I heard that right. So the gentleman was looking for a brand new car. Right. Wanted to spend $10,000. Right. And then he sent you cars that were what? Now, according to what he saw, it said $19,000 some odd dollars. Now, that's what I saw. He said it said call for price. And there's different ways dealerships advertise. There's different sites. I mean, you can look at cars.com. You can look at the dealer's website. Most of the time, they're correct. But the cars that he sent were nowhere near the price point. So I was thinking he got his thinking up. Dollar-wise, he wanted to spend more money. So that wasn't the case. So I happened to stop at Gary, Lundy's. I, go ahead. I happened to stop at Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, and they had a car on the lot that was listed at twelve four ninety nine, reduced from twelve nine ninety nine. And I happened to call my friend Rich that works there later in the day. He says, "Listen, it's advertised online for this. We don't normally advertise, our, but here's what I'm going to do." If it makes sense for the guy, he can buy the car for this. It's this much out the door. And he called me back later, and he said, you know, why don't we knock another 500 bucks off and call this number out the door? So I followed up with the gentleman because I told him I had seen the car. And, and here's the part that I want to get to. I gave him the information. The price of the car, in my opinion, was extremely, extremely fair. Go find another one for that price because there were none advertised anywhere for that 11.5 price on a 2012 Kia Optima with 45,000 miles on it. So later on, what I did for myself was I have the ability to look at all the same tools that the dealerships use to appraise a trade. And I had numbers on there that were Mannheim Market Report. They were the black book. They were the retail live market, which shows you what other dealers are selling the cars for. The Mannheim Report was on there. The KBB Report was on there. And all of the numbers were very close to that 11.5 sales price. Some of them were a little under. Some of them were a little above. But this is a car that has now been at the dealership. It's been serviced. It's been put up front. It's been detailed, and the gentleman came back and said, well, based on the research that he saw, he felt the value of the car was $9,500 plus fees. Now, it was the first time that I finally felt that maybe I can't help him. So I actually sent him an email. Maybe you were right. Maybe I can't help you. Now, later on in the night, I thought about it, and I had to ask him where he came up with the information to come up with a $9,500 car that the MMR, depending on the condition, the miles, was between 10.3 and 10.8. And he's saying $9,500. Now, Dan, I'll tell you, MMR is not a guide. It's the actual auction results. Meaning that that's what a dealer, licensed dealer, paid at the auction to purchase the vehicle before auction fees, before transportation fees, before taking it back to their dealership, before putting it through reconditioning, before detailing it, and then offering it for sale. Now, here's the part that got me, and it wasn't him, because I, I know where he got the information from. He, he said he used one of the guides. Now, the guide that he happened to use is not very prevalently used in the state of Arizona, I don't believe. I don't believe dealerships look at the NADA guide when they're appraising a trade in the state of Arizona. Well, if they do, it would be shocking to me. Okay. So the point that I'm trying to make, and I'm going to 
rattle them off. And Dana's going to add. There's Kelly Blue Book. There's the Mannheim Market Report. There's the NADA Guide. There's the Black Book. There is Kelly Blue Book's Car Power, kellybluebook.com, Kelly Blue Book's Auction Report. The point I'm making is they're all guides. Not one of them is based on where they take average sales. The only one that's based on actual sales that I come up with is Mannheim. It lists the car. It shows what it sold for. It lists, it's your true comps. So I'm not annoyed with the gentleman. If he calls, I'd be happy to help him because the last thing I said to him was, I, I hope I can help you. I wish you the best of luck with finding a car for your family. I really enjoyed our conversations. The, the, the thing about it is when you're dealing with us, okay, we're not negotiating. Okay, We call. We get the best price we can. And if we're close, like 100 or 200 bucks, and there's a trading involved, trust me, you're not giving up the 200 bucks. The dealership is, for the most part, going to give us whatever we need to make deals make sense. I just don't get it why there's all these different guides. Well, you had mentioned, and I, it wasn't my intention to, to interrupt, but sometimes I do that. I'm so ADD. I no, no, no. I We're both both so – and it's funny because what, what happens, and I do it to him. He does it to me. We both forget what we were talking about. <laughs> yes. Not when it comes to the analyzation of a car deal. Absolutely. I, I promise. But when he had mentioned that this nice gentleman had contacted him again, had seen an ad for a vehicle that – was advertised on the internet for 19000 and something. And often it'll say, you know, call dealer for internet price or contact dealer for, you know, internet pricing. The, the key and the thing that kind of struck me was if someone was looking to try to buy a vehicle and they were hoping to spend close to 10, you know, looking at something that's 19 is, is a really hard way to get there. The dealers that advertise cars and the people that advertise vehicles theoretically are trying to sell them. And, and what's funny is the gentleman, it was amazing. Some of the things he said were so spot on, correct, about the process of the car dealership, the advertised prices that you really can't buy the car at. The only time he lost me with where we weren't connecting was when he brought up the internet manager and when he started talking about the the, the NADA guide. And and there's certainly nothing wrong with, you know, if Gary and I are not there, you know, I'm sure dealing with an internet manager and as kind of Gary said, you know, that title is is kind of a, a broad title. You can be as Gary said, you know, virtually brand new in the auto industry. Or, or you could be a 25-year professional that's been in the industry as a master in your field. The, the key is those people still work for the dealership. They don't work for you. They don't work for only your best interest. Their job is to earn money, which is what people do when they go to work. And their job is to provide a service for their company that's profitable. And so understandably – 
you know, if you have a friend or someone that you go see that happens to have that capacity and is experienced, then certainly they should be more knowledgeable. But the key is they're not going to be fighting to get every dollar for your trade-in. They're not going to be fighting to make sure you get the very best rate you can qualify for. They're not going to make sure that you get a warranty tailored to your needs if you see value in getting an extended service agreement that costs what it should cost. And they're sure as heck not going to fight. And when I use the word fight, I mean use every – They're not going to look out for your best interest. And solely your best interest. You know, we don't normally have to negotiate. When we're dealing with people that we know, we have a very smooth transaction and we'll go wherever – However, sometimes when we go someplace else, we have to kind of understand, explain to them what it is they actually need to do. But when I mentioned something earlier and we talked about cars at the auction and pricing and MMR, the MMR has an average. You have to look at the individual sales and you have to look at the dates of those sales because sometimes they use an average that's 30 days. Sometimes they use an average of 60 days. But here's the thing. When you're buying a car at the auction, there's a couple of different ways to buy a car at the auction. You can be buying a car from a rental car company. You can be buying a car from a wholesaler. You can be buying a car that was a manufacturer's car as a lease return. Or you could be buying something that was a frontline ready car at a dealership that they no longer wanted to keep and they sent it to the auction. We'll talk a little bit more about that after the break. 602-525-1370-602-679-8324. Earnhardt Honda has received the Honda Corporation's esteemed President's Award seven times in the last eight years. The President's Award is the most prestigious and coveted award that Honda can award to its dealerships. The award recognizes dealership teams that demonstrate superior customer satisfaction, new car sales volume, and business management. Approximately 15% of Honda dealerships receive the award each year, while Earnhardt Honda ranked in the top 1%. Please allow us to show you why we are the top Honda dealer in the West Valley regions, located at I-10 and Loop 101 in the Avondale Auto Mall. Earnhardt Hyundai Avondale offers a great selection of new Hyundais and pre-owned vehicles. We pledge to offer exceptional customer service and ownership satisfaction. Located at 10401 W. Papago Freeway, Avondale, Arizona, 85323 in Avondale Auto Mall. Miller Nissan in Mesa offers new Nissans along with pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs by top manufacturers. General Manager Bill Brixey will help you find that new or used car you have been searching for in the Phoenix metro area. You can reach him directly at 1-888-993-1126. His finance staff offers expert advice for those seeking a great deal on a new car loan or lease. His service does not stop there, as Phoenix area customers frequently come in and take advantage of their professional Nissan service department and fully stocked inventory of Nissan Auto Parts. They are located at 2025 West Auto Center Drive in Mesa, Arizona. As one of the newest members of the Earnhardt Auto Centers, Earnhardt Cadillac is proud to be your choice for all of your Cadillac needs. Located at 7901 East Frank Lloyd Wright Boulevard in Scottsdale, they have one of the finest inventories of luxury pre-owned vehicles in the state. Are you tired of exposing your retirement to stock market risk? 
How would you like to participate in stock market gains but never stock market losses? Join Dan Bethel for the Safe Money Radio Show on Saturday at 8 a.m. You can also call Dan now for your free customized safe information money kit and 115-page safe money book at 877-517-2346. That's 877-517-2346. You're never too old, too wacky, too wild to pick up a book and read with a child. This is Andrew Morrill, president of the Arizona Education Association. Reading to your child now can spark a lifetime of reading and learning. Parents, we know you're tired at the end of a long day, but by taking just a few minutes to read with your child, you'll be setting them on a path towards reading and learning on their own. And studies show students who read and are read too do better in school and in life. So have books that interest your child around your home. If your child enjoys sports, have books about sports. If your child enjoys ballet, have books about dancing. With parents and teachers working together, every child in Arizona can learn to read. And reading may be the most important thing they'll ever learn. A message from the Arizona Education Association. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Dana Southern. I'm here with my friend and partner, Gary Green, and we are Your Car Insiders. As we talk about these things in the used car marketing, buying a used car, buying a new car, these are things that obviously we do each and every day. We, we talk to people. We talk to dealers. We look at cars. We have cars appraised. We help guide people on every facet of the auto industry. But as Gary brings up the values that these guides show, you know, they are different. They, and what I believe, and I think what Gary believes, is that each car stands on its own based on its history, its equipment, its condition, its mileage, and maybe even its color, how that car has been cared for, how it's been serviced, and then compared to something similar to it. Because ultimately, if you're looking for, say, a minivan, and you're considering, say, a Toyota, and you're looking at a LE, and there's two of them, and you look at the differences between those things I just mentioned, history, equipment, condition, mileage, and color, and those vehicles could be worth thousands of dollars difference being the exact same year, even with similar mileage. Now, you can, and to, to add to that, two used cars that are exactly the same mileage-wise and things like that, they could be at two different dealerships. They're used cars. It's no longer based on what any of the guides are. It's based on what this used car manager put in the car. So the, the thing I'm trying to to touch on is that you always say the joke is always this while you're thinking about buying the used car today someone will buy it tomorrow it's something like that well i think how it used to go is the one that you're going to think about tonight somebody already was thinking about last night and so the key is sometimes if you you find the car and the car is right by the car now i think that this gentleman with his due diligence can possibly find a car. But then you have to look into the fact I look for cars for people all the time. And it was kind of funny that 
we found a Corvette for this gentleman in a different state. And the funny part about it is he's buying a used car, and he's very, very, very specific. He's not one of these guys that said, I'll take this color and this color or this color. I'll only take this color. I won't take it with any of the stripes. I won't take it with any of the appearance packages. I want this interior. However, I will take the other interior. I want a manual transmission. However, I'll take paddle shifts. But Can I say one thing? Yeah. We used to have a joke, and it's not really that funny, but let me call the, the used, used car, car factory. <laughs> and what's funny is, not a fan, not a huge believer of Carfax. I look at it for certain things. Well, I found a car for the gentleman, and the truth is his wife actually found the car online through a different website. When I looked at the car, it was everything the gentleman wanted other than the price not being correct. So I took the VIN number and I ran a Carfax. Now, the car's got 2,000 miles on it, and at 500 miles, it was at the Chevrolet dealership. This was serviced. That was serviced. Noise checked. In the 2,000 miles, there were three separate visits to the dealership that said transmission checked or transmission serviced. Now, if I was buying a manual transmission Corvette with 2,000 miles on it, and I saw those three things on the same car. Run! Run! I would run, but my friend used the terms, well, I'm not that concerned because it's under factory warranty. Now, here's the problem, and I don't know, and Dana ran a dealership, he'll have a better answer. Maybe. If if you have a car with 30,000 miles on it and an automatic transmission blows up, you're covered under warranty. If, unless you, you know. As long as you've serviced it. However. If you have a 30,000-mile car that you drove into the dealership and they say it's something wrong with the clutch, you're going to have a hard time having the dealer just openly say, oh, we'll take care of that. They're going to have to look at the clutch, see if it was operator error. And and they have computer diagnostics where they can not only see what happened, what speed you were going, and, of course, clutches aren't covered. So I called – the dealership on the Carfax because it said where the car had been serviced and it had the phone numbers. So I got a hold of the gentleman in service and I said, you need to, I want to see if you can help me. And I don't know if you can. I have a VIN number. The car was serviced at your dealership. Can you please call me about it? Tell me about it. He turns around, and the Carfax has the dates, and he starts to chuckle on the phone. And he says, I remember this car, and it's not really what you're looking to hear from from the service advisor. So he rattles the dates off. I'm looking at the Carfax. I don't remember the order, but one was a replacement of the throwout bearing. The second was a complete replacement of the whole clutch assembly. And the third was a new transmission at 900 miles was put in the car. Red flag, red flag, red flag. That's time to run, not hide. Now, Dana wrote something down that was kind of funny. He wrote that, you know, maybe it was the owner's son that had the car. Now, We worked in dealerships that had demos, and I'll never forget that we had a demo that had 4,000 miles on it, and we had a bit of a hard time selling the car 
because of the condition it was in after it came out of demo service. And it was kind of funny when the general manager was on the phone with his wife explaining to her how the cars needed to be taken care of. So Dana wrote down owner's son with the demo. Okay, The joke that, we ha- that I had was it was the owner's wife. And actually it wasn't the owner. It was the general manager. And it's amazing the difference. You know, Now, to me, this was something that Carfax was beneficial to the client. Now, not all service guys will tell you information about a car that your name doesn't show up in the computer. And the other thing is some people, like that gentleman who was the potential client for that car, he wasn't concerned because it was under warranty. That doesn't mean a thing in this case. And here's the thing, because it's a clutch involved. It's a manual transmission. And what I will tell you We talk about different car prices and different this. I can assure you of this. If you're the original owner of a Corvette that's a 2015, it has 2,000 miles, and you bring the car into the dealership, and you're the original owner, my feeling is you're going to be treated completely different if you brought the car in that you've owned for a month with 2,000 miles on it, and you're now not the original owner. If there's ever an issue where you're not, you don't have the warm and fuzzy, you don't feel good about it, it's not the only Corvette. It's not the only car. It boils down to this. It's all about you. And if something doesn't feel right in the deal, don't do it. You know, if you don't feel great about what you're doing when you're buying a car, don't do it. And I guess maybe one last thing on that topic for me for today is if you are buying a vehicle... If the vehicle's out of warranty, whether it's at a dealership or it's at a private party, have the car mechanically inspected at your expense before purchasing the car. Jim and JJ Testa, commercial fleet managers at Camelback Toyota, are truly good guys in the automotive business. They've been in the car business since 1987 and the entire time in the Phoenix metro area. They are kind of like their own dealership, very easy to work with and have the largest selection of Toyotas in the southwest, not to mention a great selection in pre-owned and certified vehicles. A special thanks goes to John O'Malley, managing partner for giving Gary Green his first start in the automotive business in 1988. You can reach Jim at his desk at 602-200-5520 and JJ at 602-532-4472. Earnhardt Kia, the fastest growing Kia dealership and the number one volume dealership in the Valley of the Sun. Located on Bell Road just minutes from Scottsdale and Glendale. Our locations allow us to serve all the greater Metro Phoenix areas as well as nearby Tempe and Peoria. You can visit us at 2121 East Bell Road in Phoenix or call General Manager Scott Clark at 602-345-5405. 
Monte Vista Cleaners. Dry cleaned or pressed garments, only $2.59. Laundered and starch shirts, only $1.75. Monte Vista Cleaners use a state-of-the-art equipment and best cleaning supplies to offer you fast same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry cleaned items and next-day service on all other times. They're open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday, 20010 North 59th Avenue in the Glendale Home Depot Shopping Center or 8345 West Thunderbird in Peoria. Monte Vista Cleaners. This is Dan Marley, head coach of Grand Canyon University, inviting you to join the voice of the Lopes, Michael Potter, for an exciting season of antelope basketball. GCU is atop the WAC leaderboard and looking to finish a season sweep of UTRGV tonight. The Lopes beat the Vicaros by 20 earlier this season, but UTRGV is tough at home, especially as the back end of a long road trip for GCU. The tip's at 6. Join me and the coach, Dan Nichols, for the pregame show at 545. The Lopes and the Vaqueros tonight on our sister station, Family Values Radio 1010. You won't want to miss a moment of the action. Lopes up. It takes two of us to deliver a very important message about this radio station. 960, The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribusunum, and God We Trust and Liberty, the three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. Absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I trail. Grow up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a I sunny up, porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a... 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 When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. To, to kind of clarify what I was just saying before we went to break, when, when you're buying a, a used vehicle that's out of warranty, and, and let's say it's a certified pre-owned vehicle at a dealership, well, chances are you've got a, a, a place you can go, a vehicle that obviously they're going to stand behind, and more than likely a vehicle that's been thoroughly inspected. What, what I was really referring to is those older cars that are out right. of warranty. Because they're when, gonna, he, go when he said certified, okay, the car is still under warranty. What you don't want to get wrapped up in is sometimes people feel that because the car's certified that – it, it's it's a it, it's a wrap around the car that now makes everything p- perfectly covered. It's not the case, but 
I like helping people buy certified cars because if you go to a Honda dealership or you go to a Toyota dealership and you're looking at a certified car, I always joke it's the Hebrew National commercial. When they talk about salami, they're held to a higher standard. A Toyota dealership that certifies a car is a car that they can certify. However, if you go to a Honda dealership and the car they say certified on a Toyota, okay, it's not. Okay, now, most of those dealerships don't do that, but I get a kick out of some of the dealerships that are more like the mom-and-pop shops, and it says mom-and-pop's certified car, 127-point inspection. Okay, The mom-and-pop shops can't certify manufacturers' cars. And you know, as he talks about that, you know, if you're looking for a pre-owned vehicle, and let's say you're looking for a used Lexus, and you decide, hey, I'm, I don't want to get a new one, but I think I'd feel more comfortable getting a certified pre-owned Lexus. And I want to get something a couple of years old that doesn't have too many miles, and I don't want to take any chances. Well, if you go online or if you go to dealerships, well, if you go strictly for a certified car, obviously you have to go to a Lexus dealership because they're the only people that sell them. But if you look online for vehicles that are similar to the vehicle that you're looking for that's not at a Lexus dealership, that doesn't mean that it's a bad car. Oh, absolutely. And more importantly, if you're a Lexus dealer and you take a Lexus in trade that you're going to certify, well, as Gary knows and I know and every dealer knows, there's the cost associated with certifying the vehicle with a factory, which extends the warranty and gives added consumer benefits. But then there's also the criteria and the things that have to be done for a vehicle to be certified by Lexus that may or may not be things that the car really needs. I was involved in Lexus in 1992 when they were actually the first manufacturer to offer a certified warranty. And Dana just talked about costs. And I'm not going to tell the whole story, but the end result was this. I had dealt with a gentleman for a couple of weeks on Sundays, and he actually came in one day, and he was all excited because he bought a car. And he had to show me the car that he bought, and he actually bought the car out of state in Utah. Now, this was when there was only Scottsdale Lexus and Bell Lexus at the time. There weren't five stores in town. There was only two, and they were both certified stores. There were only six certified dealers in the country at the time that offered Lexus certified. He bought the car at a Lexus dealership, not certified. He brought the car down to the dealership. He was having a problem with the car, and the end result was very simply this. The car had to be taken apart, and the frame had to be straightened in order to get the alignment correct. So you're not going to have that issue buying a car that's certified. But one thing we want to touch on today, and I always laugh because sometimes Dan will talk about numbers, and to me, sometimes the numbers don't matter. But this was an, a one that blew me away. Since 2014, 100 million, over 100 million vehicles have been recalled for a couple of different recalls. So we run VIN checks on Carfaxes, and here's what happens. You don't see these stories on the news. You don't see the Takata airbag recall thing on the news. And if you think about it and you see it on the news, now it came out in my car in June of 2015. You don't see it on the news anywhere anymore. It's not a big story anywhere anymore. However, it's still a recall and they still don't have the parts. If you're buying a car, private party, and you're not sure, 
Okay, the Carfax may not even show it. And the the key, I guess, is when I was talking about when you're buying a vehicle, that Lexus at another dealership, it could cost thousands less and be every bit as nice. It could also be, like Gary just said, a complete turd. You, you have to know what you're doing. You have to understand that ultimately, if you're not an expert on buying a vehicles and you're not an expert on cars in general, you should call Gary at 602-525-1370 or call me, Dana, at 602-679-8324. You can also, of course, reach us at yourcarinsiders.com. You can like us on Facebook. And by goodness, we'll be back after a break. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. If you want a movement, an organization, a party, a religion to become ever more extremist, you do two things. You allow the extremists to thrive in your midst, and you ask the credible people to come and tell you it's other people's fault. Holly Wiesel once said, confusion comes when evil and good are put on the same plane, and the wicked receive the countenance of the just. Weekdays from 10 to midnight on 960 The Patriot. Earnhardt Scottsdale Lexus customers drive the finest vehicles in the world and have equally high expectations from their dealership. We invite you to visit Earnhardt Scottsdale Lexus and experience the pride that every Earnhardt Scottsdale Lexus associate takes to provide quality service to our clients. At Earnhardt Scottsdale Lexus, you'll find more than just a vehicle. You'll find people that know how to take care of a Lexus, but more importantly, people that know how to take care of you. Located at 6905 East McDowell Road in Scottsdale. Family owned and operated, Earnhardt Hyundai North Scottsdale strives to surpass your expectations by actively listening to their customers and employees. Their goal is to simply provide an exceptional experience before, during, and after the sale. The exceptional experience is not a slogan, it's a way of life at Earnhardt Hyundai North Scottsdale. The journey to retirement can be scary and complicated. For the best advice and guidance to navigate through the financial world, listen to the Fullerton Financial Hour with Stephanie Fullerton every Saturday afternoon at 4. Make sure you're not making mistakes during the planning process. Know what to watch out for and how to craft the most secure plan possible. If peace of mind is something that you want as you prepare for retirement, don't miss the Fullerton Financial Hour with Stephanie Fullerton every Saturday afternoon at 4 right here on KKNT 960, The Patriot. A promise was made, a promise that hit the beaches of Normandy, a covenant that split the skies over Berlin, a vow that captured Iwo Jima. A promise was made, a solemn oath that liberated Seoul, a sacred trust that defended Khaesan, a pact that dug in in Da Nang, a contract that weathered Tet. A promise was made. A pledge that stormed the desert in Iraq. A bond that patrolled door-to-door in Fallujah. An IOU that braved IEDs in Kandahar. A promise was made to America's veterans. A promise we all must keep. 
DAV fights for all veterans and their families so they get the health care, financial benefits, and support they earned. If you're a veteran who needs help or you'd like to help us keep the promise, visit DAV.org. This is the sound of salmonella gyrating on your undercooked chicken. And it looks like mom might be taking it out a little early. Don't let salmonella get funky with your chicken. On average, one in six Americans will get a foodborne illness this year. So use a thermometer to cook each type of meat to the right temperature. Keep your family safe at foodsafety.gov. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Looking to see what's up next on The Hugh Hewitt Show? Like 960 The Patriot on Facebook for daily show updates. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot, KKNT, Intelligent Talk. My name's Gary Green. Once again, I'm here with my partner, Dana Southern, and we are Your Car Insiders. You know, one of the things that I was talking about, Dana, about is, you know, some of these dealerships are asking you to sign a waiver, a disclaimer, when you take when they're selling a car that has the open recall because they don't want any liabilities. Okay, and my what I what I feel bad about is the hundred million people that have recalls. There's two groups that are going to really benefit from this. One of the attorneys that get involved in the class action lawsuits, and they get millions and then everybody gets a check for forty dollars. Or the the government for the penalties on the cars for each day that it can't be repaired. What I don't understand is didn't somebody not know about these recalls sooner? And does it take people getting killed? But we live in a sue happy society. You know, there's there's one thing that doesn't make sense to me. That, and, and like Gary gave a perfect example, there, there's some of the recalls that they don't have the parts for yet, so so they can't fix them. But there's there's lots and lots of vehicles, millions and millions of vehicles that people are driving around today, and hundreds of thousands right here in the valley that have open recalls on them right now that either you or one of your children or family or friends are driving that they should get fixed in only about i want to say the number was maybe 15 18% of the people that have had recalls even airbag recalls have actually gone into the dealer to have the problem addressed it makes no sense and so Gary mentioned if you're if you're buying a vehicle and you're buying a a used vehicle whether it be dealer or private party, you should run that VIN number against the recall, and I'll let Gary explain yeah, it more effectively. Yeah, the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration has a website. When you go to the website, there's a place on there that you can click on to put your VIN in and see if there's any, any recalls. Now, that's a National Highway Transportation Safety Administration. They are pretty accurate as to what recalls are on what certain cars. Because they're the ones that put the recalls out. <laughs> now, I want to touch again on the gentleman I talked about earlier because Dana said something that makes a whole lot of sense. Experts in the car business. 
And I told the gentleman I'd be happy to help him. Uh, however, because I really enjoyed our conversations. And we were talking about something, and somehow we got on the, the conversation of home inspections because he's a home inspector. And I have a friend that's looking at a house, and we were talking about the home inspection and this, that, the other thing. And when he was done chatting, what came to my mind was he knows 75% about what he's doing when he's buying a car. He knows 100% of what he's doing when he's doing a home inspection. When he started telling me about this and look for that and look for this and look for this and look for that, I really wish I could have just paid him rather than the inspector that the real estate agent uses on an everyday basis. But it's experts, okay? We're experts in what we do. We don't get tricked. I've told people numerous times, radio show listeners, it doesn't make sense for you to do anything. I had a friend call me yesterday, okay? She wants to trade. She wants to get rid of her son's 2006 Mitsubishi Eclipse and get him a four-door sedan car because she did everything perfectly correct. They got inexpensive cars for the kids to drive. They also got everything put in the kids' names. So the kid's driving a car that's not in his mom's name. It's in his name. But the funny part about it is she said to me she wanted to switch to a, a two thousand. Uh, I'm sorry, a four-door car. And the reason she wanted to switch was because the insurance was really high on the Mitsubishi. Well, he's got the most limit, limited liability you can drive with. He has the least coverage the state allows you to have. And he's 18 years old. The car's not what's making the huge difference. So when she explained to me that she was looking about getting a $4,000 used car, I'm thinking to myself, you already have a $4,000 used car. <laughs> and if you're trading just for insurance, what are you going to save? 10%? If you save 15%, it's $20, $30 a month. Now, if I had a car with over 100,000 miles that I've been driving and I've been taking care of, I wouldn't sell that to buy someone else's 100,000-mile car. Because you can spend way more than the $20 a month that you're saving in insurance by buying the wrong car. So when I always, what I always like to do is I like to look at everything that you're doing in a nutshell and tell you the reasons why to do it, why not to do it. Now, if, if we don't feel you're doing the right thing, I'm not helping you. Well, he's going to help you by not helping you. Correct. And, and that's something that, that, you know, realistically is a, a complete difference between us and, and anybody else like us. We're, we're not trying to sell anybody a car. We're here to make buying a car for people what it should be, enjoyable, pleasant, non-confrontational, and most importantly, a great deal. We we do not let our clients get taken advantage of. Period. You know, and ultimately, we do not charge a dime if we and, don't help you. And so, as a person, you know, and again, we're going on sixty years now of combined experience, over forty years in management experience, in just 
and people. Gosh, how many people do we know, Gary? It's just crazy. So it's one of those things where we learn every day. We're here for one purpose and one purpose only, to protect and guide consumers that need it. And some of people don't need it. I was speaking to a gentleman yesterday. Let me tell you something. What a bright young man. And in talking with him, and I still, I believe, can get him a better deal, but what a pleasure. Intelligent, done good research, looking at a, a good quality car, just just bright, bright, bright. And it's kind of like I explained to him, you know, so far so good. You're thinking on your car, the thinking on the type of vehicle, the, what what you're looking for as far as mass so far. It sounds like you're exactly on the right page. But the key is how you leave. It is not how you get there. It's not the conversations that you have about what your trade's worth and how much this is and how much that is. It's that final document you sign and what you get for your money when you sign that final document. That is what Gary and I ensure is the best possible outcome that we possibly can for you. You. Now, I got a phone call from a friend of mine that was kind of – we became friends because I helped him get a car. This guy is way smarter than I am, way more money than I'll ever have, and dro- drove a Hyundai Equus. And they're actually changing how Hyundai's going to they're – to go, they're actually going to be called Genesis now, separate brand, and they're going to have a number and a letter to, to mention. So the new Equus is actually going to be called a G90. So we talked about a few things, and he told me that he had a friend that he wanted me to help, but he wasn't sure he could get her to call me. So when we got all done, he gave her my number. She never called. Well, Bob called me yesterday to tell me what she had done. And I said, Bob, I don't care what she did because what she did can't be undone. Did she go to the dealership and buy a car? Yep. Did she take delivery of the car? Yep. Is she happy? I don't know. Well, I'm not telling her. Now, here's what she did. She took her car into a car dealership and had a check engine light checked. Now, the car is 39,000 miles on, and it's an infinity. And where they left the woman at is you need to get rid of this car because your engine's going to blow up. Was your engine's shot. Was this more than four years old or not? It was an 07 with 39,000 miles on it. Gotcha. Okay. So she gets the, the, the this, 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 all upset. She's got to get rid of the car. So he tells me she would like to have some kind of a sports car with a manual transmission and what she wanted to spend. So what came to my mind was a new Mustang. Now, sometimes people that drive Infinities, they don't want to go because they become what I consider they become badge envy. They want some of the ex- more expensive cars. But here's what she did. She took her car to a dealership where I happen to know four general managers in town that run those stores. So I know I can get her a better deal than she did. Now, the, the fancy sports car that she got was a Kia Rio. And my friend explained to me yesterday what the deal was. And I said, you know something? I'm going to have a conversation with you. But here's what you have to look at. What you're telling me is they gave her $4,800 for her car. The average MMR on the vehicle was $6,300. Now, I'm laughing because Dana realized he put something up in his hands, and the best part about it is when you look at MMR and what you're looking at, how much would you say the value on a $6,300 MMR that they gave him 4800 bucks for, how much more? 
you think that car was worth with 3,900 miles than the average on the 138,000-mile cars? At least a few thousand. Okay. So he then proceeds to tell me, well, she was afraid of this and afraid of that, and she bought into all the BS that the dealership. Oh, you want to get rid of the car before the engine blows up? You want to get rid of the car before the bad check engine light comes on onto your Carfax and this, that? And she believed in all of it. Poppycock. Right. Now, the last thing he said, well, this was just a stopgap. She had to get rid of that car before she blew up. Blew up. She's going to call you in six months to get out of the- Now, here's what the good news is. She owns the Kia Rio outright. However, she only got $4,800 for her trade that I think she left at least 3200 to 3500 on the table at 4800 bucks, unless the car was not, as my friend described, the 38,000 miles. Now, a check engine light is not normally a maintenance issue in the engine. It's usually an O2 sensor. It's usually something that's generated through the computer. So what they told her was, we're turning off the check engine light for you. It'll stay off for 1,800 miles. What? Yeah. What? Now, when you turn off a check engine light, if you haven't, fixed anything, you can clear the codes. However, if somebody were to clear the codes on a car and you drive it over to the Department of Motor Vehicles, the Department of Motor Vehicles will now know that that computer was just cleared. That's why they plug in a computer. They're looking for codes. So you can't just turn a check engine light off and go. You have to drive the car for 20, 30 miles normally to cycle the vehicle. Now, at 20, 30 miles, the odds of the check engine light coming back on, if you didn't do something to actually repair it, you just shut the light off, it's pretty good that the the light's going to come back on. But these folks at the dealership, they don't have your best interest at heart. Now, Dana and I talk about what we do, and we talk about being experts, and sometimes I take it personal when people start talking about bad people in car dealerships, and they use the phrase, those guys. Well, they're not all bad people, and it's not just the car business, okay? We bought dog food, and there was a problem with the date on the box of the dog food, and we noticed it after we opened the food. And I actually called and spoke to a young lady on the phone. Actually, my wife called, and I could hear the way the conversation was going. So I got on the phone, And I said to the girl, can I please speak to the manager? I am the manager. Okay. Obviously, I'm not hearing from you what I need to be hearing because you're telling me that you have two different stores, but I have to return the product to the store I bought it from because it's more than $50. Well, it's not more than $50, so why do I have to take it to that store? I actually – then I asked her, do you have an 800 number? for customer service for your company because they have numerous locations. They don't have a phone number, okay? Here's what I'm going to tell you, folks. If you're not comfortable buying a car from someone, do you think the service is going to be better after the fact? And there are good and bad people in every industry. You can reach Gary at 602-525-1370. You can reach me, Dana, at 602-679-8324. Please give us a call. We are your car insiders.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.